Okay, boys, it's uh, Christmas time. It's time to get in the Christmas spirit. Ho, ho, ho. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm wondering, have you ever been kissed under the mistletoe? Uh, have we kissed? No, Joe. Uh, <laughs> no, not you two together. I meant, you know. At no. Some, no. no. I never, I've never had anybody use mistletoe as an excuse to drop one on me, and I've never found anybody near enough to do that with. <laughs> Jay's just laughing. I was going to say something about camel toe, but... Oh, of course you would. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome to what used to be the Tradies Business Show, <laughs> which is now the Tradies Buddha Barbecue Show. Yes. Or is it the Tradies Business Show with no, it's the one business of the Buddha show. dudes on it? It is. We we have a special guest joining us again. Special indeed. Very yes. special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back by popular demand. And I actually learnt a really sad fact about Jay just before he recorded Warwick that he's never had a Secret Santa gift. And I think that's Yeah, really I know. What's yeah. going on there? I've loved every single Secret Santa gift I've I ever got. I've just never been involved with a group of people that do Secret Santa, so... Oh, I think it's the oh, most yeah. ridiculous concept ever. Oh, you, I love Secret Santa. I hate it. No, my daughter loves Secret Santa, but we've never done it in <laughs> a family situation. No, right. so you've never been yeah. in a work Her, and her, her and her group of friends, they actually get me to act as the Secret Santa every year. So you have to And pull I have to choose everyone and <laughs> pull them together and do it. <laughs> Right. Oh, but, but you've never been given one. But I've never been received. Well, oh, yes, I've never we received have done, the Secret Santa gift. We should have uh-huh. done a little podcast family Secret Santa maybe yeah, next year. Right. Next year. That's okay. a good idea. Yeah, Let's yeah. do it next year. Righto. So anyway, welcome to the Tradies Business Show. It is very close to Christmas. Is it? I don't know. We don't well, know. Oh, it is. It's um, well, as we record, it's four days away. So okay. um, you're probably. Uh, I think this is going up. I'd say you'll be listening to this after Christmas because I'm not sure anybody does anything over the Christmas break. So uh, mm. whenever you're listening to this, if it's actually when it we gets actually have or afterwards, I hope you had a good Christmas or have a good Christmas or something like that. If you haven't, if it's before, don't forget to buy your partner a Christmas present. Yeah, yeah, good move. Yeah, uh, if you haven't, oh, <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. If you just listened to this and went, oh, I forgot, that's why she's cranky with me. Yeah, <laughs> might need to practice for next year. But um, anyway, today we're talking to or with uh, Big J Fru from Throw Buddha on the Barbie. And I'm going to wear my Tradies Business Show hat today. This and, is Warwick's uh, other partner. Yes, yes my, my other podcasting <laughs> partner. Uh, so we thought it would be good to chat to Jay, well, about a couple of things, but um, we were just arguing before we hit record, actually, the three of us, which is an interesting dynamic, uh, about what we were going to talk about today. Who won out in the end? Well, because we're so pre-planned, you know, we do this so far ahead. We do it just before you're about to hit record. Yes. Um, but you won because a client just texted you and we're, oh, that's a good one. Let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yep. So, so I I believe that this particular client of mine doesn't regularly listen to the show, so he probably won't hear this in Why time to hit me. But um, uh, no, if no, he does, what? he'll uh, he'll get the solution to all of his problems. He because may Jay... poke you in the eye with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Jay and Michaela are about to solve all of his problems, and I'm just going to stand here silently. So uh, I literally just got um, a string of text messages from one of my wingman clients about the fact that, and I'm paraphrasing here, 
his wife, who works in the business with him, is driving him crazy. And he needs to get her out of the business because he can't remember when he's ever felt so angry and unfocused. And can we just share, because this is obviously why we have to talk about it, because he didn't like your answer, which was? Uh, I pretty <laughs> much told him that his wife is teaching him a lesson. No, no that she's talking no, about no, me no, on no, the no, text. No. The oh. other, the first response the, yeah, to Yeah, let's the text. listen to Warwick's oh, as first in how to get her out yeah. of the business? Yeah, how do you get your partner out of the business if you're not happy with her being in the business? Oh, I just said have another kid. <laughs> 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 Which he didn't find very amusing, apparently. I <laughs> uh, can't imagine why. So, uh, anyway, he's not very happy, and um, he's actually just sent me a message to say he's walked out and gone to sit on the headland and ponder stuff. So, uh, things are obviously going pretty well with uh, that husband and wife Merry small Christmas. business team. Merry Christmas. Always happens at Christmas I'd be looking at that's a very positive thing for him to do. He's pulled himself out of the situation to have a think. Mm. Or he's avoiding the situation. Well, mm. yeah, but from the text that sounded like he was pretty bloody angry, mm. um, there is the old Chinese proverb of the fool stands and fights and the wise man walks away. Right. Mm. So it, it raised uh, an issue that I certainly see come up frequently with husband and wife teams uh, and partnerships in general actually is not perhaps being completely transparent in their communication. Uh, well, that was my question, wasn't it? Too? Mm, is, Has he turned around and said, I'm feeling quite angry about this situation at the moment? Yeah, I feel like they have had some of those conversations. Um I just don't know if it's been to that extent. And, uh, you know, I get the filtered version when I meet with them because we meet in their business, so there's staff around. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the next strategy for me will be to take them away from the business so that, you know, perhaps they can uh, go three rounds uh, <laughs> with me <laughs> observing and listening and hopefully give them some perspective. But uh, but it is a difficult thing, you know, working with your spouse in a business. And uh, I think we've touched on it at the Tradies Business Show before, but we thought we'd get Jay to come in as the the guy. expert. Uh, <laughs> but just to share a different perspective as well, because I, I know I've struggled with it over the years. And it's like it's hard enough to have a, a long-term relationship with another human being and then to go and chuck that in with a business as well, and all the stress and money issues and staffing and all the other stuff that goes on, it's like this melting pot of uh, emotion and and uh, personal issues that all get dragged into a business as well. So, Yeah, I grew up in a family where my parents worked together for many years, um, but they held it together, surprisingly. Mm. Um, but it wasn't in a tradey area or, you know, my father owned an advertising agency and then, you know, sort of ran it himself for a while. And then my mother came in because she was an accounts director and came in and took over all the accounting and, the, you know, running of the office and everything like that. And it worked really well. Um, but I think they were very aware when they came in that there is the possibility this th might not work very well. You know, they were very open about that with each other and it mm. it seemed to work. And I think that's the key word, is being open yep. about things. And I, I just don't know if these guys have really been... Well, honest is maybe not the right word, uh, but perhaps 
I feel like transparent is a better word to use in that situation, open, whatever it is, of like you say, Jay, it's it's like I'm feeling this way at the moment. But the problem is that that gets received by the other party as a slight on them. So, you know, I feel this way because of you. And and that was kind of my response so back to him. So then it's down to judgment, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, And that's that's been his languaging to me is, you know, she's making him feel a certain way. Uh, and my response really was that he... He's the one that needs to change, not her. And the same for her, you know, if he's frustrating. So, what her, was his response when he said that? Because a lot of people, when they're really angry, don't want to hear that either. Uh, he went to the headland. <laughs> he got in his car and drove off, actually. <laughs> so, he did the right thing. Doesn't drive off the headland. But oh. after that advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, basically, he just said, you know, he feels like just walking away from the business and she can handle the whole thing. Which is obviously, I, I don't think he's going to do that, but he's just feeling so frustrated and at such an impasse with her around these issues in the business. And I can see that both of them are contributing to this. So what are some of the issues that you find with your clients when they're in a partnership in life and in business tend to clash heads? Is it about that their roles aren't clearly defined or is it that they, um, you know, don't agree on the way forward or haven't got plans or a common vision? What do you see some of the common things that they're not being transparent about? Honestly, I feel like the one of the biggest issues is bringing the husband-wife dynamic into a business partnership relationship. And it's impossible to keep those two separate. But I often... <laughs> See, and this is going to sound a bit sexist, but this is just just my uh, yeah, just observation sex. from yep. through my filter is that the wives are often critical of what their men are or aren't doing. I would never believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're often critical of of what the men are doing or the way they're doing it, and the men aren't actually stepping back. And uh, honestly, manning up and accepting the fact that they need to change. Because in a lot of cases, the women are actually on the money. Uh, the wives are on the money. And, and what they're saying is completely valid. But, you know, we're dipping into relationship stuff here. But basically, neither of them have figured out how to communicate that to the other person right. effectively without it becoming this shit fight of, uh, you know, you're making me feel this way and you're not doing what you said you were going to do and look at the size of this to-do list and I've got the kids and I'm still doing the book work, which tends to be the role that, that the wives take in the businesses. So they're seeing the money and they've got all the cash flow stress. The husband's off, you know, being the the winning the business and fixing stuff and particularly for our tradies, you know, you're busy working on the tools and you're out in the baking sun or you're crawling around under cars, whatever you're doing, and there's just this really crappy dynamic there of neither is actually appreciating the other's suffering or yeah, perspective. Well, I actually had an experience. I had a friend come up from uh, Sydney a couple of weeks ago and he'd left um, a working partnership. So it wasn't a husband and wife, it was two blokes. But I'm, the reason I'm bringing this up is is that these guys used to work together. They were really good friends before they started work together. They went into a fencing business together and after a few months, it fell apart, tore them apart, 
as friends, everything like that, because they both had different views on what the business was offering them. One wanted was very motivated to work hard, work hard six days a week, get everything done, get it done properly. And the other one was a bit more relaxed and wanted to end at 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock, you know, work hard in the morning, but he wanted some lifestyle after that every day, mm. which I thought was, you know, it's not a judgment on that. That's what he wanted out of the business. But you get that criticism. So I'm, this is what I'm coming back to, that that constant criticism from one partner to the other is not a good scene if it's happening every day. Whether that partner, be they male or female, is right, that constant criticism is causing the situation that one of your clients is suffering at the moment. Mm. So really, you as their consultant should be having a look at how they have that dynamic and how they can respond to it differently. So it's that, you know, this is what's happening for at the moment is that the husband is feeling stress and wants to leave the business because of the constant criticism. I, You haven't actually mentioned what the wife, apart from the criticism, is doing. Is she, you know, whether she's right or wrong or whatever, it doesn't mm. matter. But he's reacting at the moment to what she's doing. So what they need to do is take some time where, you know, we were defining the roles in the business. Let's say she's handling the accounts and he's doing the work. There's got to be at least some space during the week that they come together outside of those roles and say this is the director's meeting or whatever you want to call it. And that's not happening. And that's not happening. Because they're too busy. Yeah, because they're too busy. Or, you know, it's like a date night. They have a date night where both of them can sit there and say, you know, she can say her criticism without him being judged and Mm -hmm. he can do exactly the same to her, Yep, whatever that is. And both of them shut up. That's the big trick. And and this is part of the challenge, not just for these guys, and I suspect this is common to a lot of our listeners, is a couple of young kids, you know, not a lot of opportunity for family to babysit, uh, both working in the business, busy, growing business on the outside, very successful, um, no time, perception of no time to actually take time out away from the kids to go and have those conversations. Yeah, but I need to get back to those two guys that were fencing as well. So that constant criticism is the key to the breaking up of the whole thing. So how he's taking that like your text to him saying you need to take charge of this and everything like that is quite right but she needs to hear that as well she needs to stop what she's doing right now and i'm not going to be the one to tell her that because <laughs> it's the male female thing isn't it yeah but it's the partner partner thing even if it was two guys or two girls i'd be saying one whoever's doing the criticizing 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 awesome word there <laughs> needs to stop right now because it's causing the other person pain. What if her criticisms are entirely valid? It doesn't matter. Mm. It's the judgment she's imposing upon that person that's causing the problem. So just stop it, even if it's for five minutes. That's why, you know, that person needs to walk away. Mm. But what's the longer-term solution there, though? Because let's give it a scenario, and I'm just making this up. This isn't this kind of... But say they're in dire cash flow straight and they're on a budget, but the other partner is spending money that they shouldn't be or making decisions 
that affect the cash flow without consulting or whatever the issue is. So you're saying, okay, that, that person needs to stop criticism and, and walk away from it, but how do they then active, proactively come together and communicate mm. their concerns? Change the dynamic for the long term. Yeah, so just do things differently would be one thing. Yeah, but, but isn't, how, isn't, how it, isn't it being aware of it in the first place? The problem at the moment is that one of them is in the depth of emotional anger, which makes it hard to think. The other one's sitting there criticising because they're, you know, got information that this person doesn't have and is not relaying it to them properly. Do you know what I mean? It's the criticism that is the problem here. I don't give a rat's bum whether the books are right or not. What is at essence here is that one partner is criticising heavily the other partner and the other partner's getting emotional about it. So then you've got to find some dynamic. You've got to change the dynamic somewhere by creating an awareness in both partners is that, hold on a minute, stop. Mm. And that needs to come from both of them internally as well. Stop, mm. oh, what I'm doing, my criticising my husband who I'm in this business with, he's, it's going to affect when you get home. Yeah. And, it, you know, if they've got kids and everything like that, it's going to affect that as well, isn't it? Yeah. So I know you. I know, Michaela's asking for answers about how do we change that. It's just first of all stop what you're doing, and then you'll start getting some change. Mm. And it's having faith that that will create the shift, because <laughs> I can tell you that the fear of a lot of wives in businesses is that if they don't stay on their husband's back about some of this stuff and vice versa, you know, sometimes it's the other way around, then they won't even get as much done as they do. You know, if the criticism stops, it's if I stop nagging, he's going to stop doing the things that he does currently and it's going to get worse. Yeah. So, so well, this I think is where that transparency of, of communication comes up though, isn't it? So if he's, to, you know, if he's blown a lid over this whole thing, and he's walked away, if he can have the moment to come back and say, look, I've just walked away from the business because I'm really upset about how we're communicating because that's what it's coming down to, isn't it? Mm. So 70% of all communication is visual. So he's seeing a lot more than what she's saying. Remember mm. that? So he needs to come back and say, well, just stop. I'm getting emotional about how this is happening. Can we communicate about this in a different way? Okay, so from a – I'm not trying to take the woman's point of view or anything here. <laughs> but um, if I – I just know this happens all the time. If I am trying to communicate something to you that I need you to change or do and you're still not doing it, you know, I mean, that's probably a lot of underlying frustrations in these partner businesses where, you know, yeah. you I've asked you many, many times, I just don't think you're getting it, so I'm just going to keep repeating it yep. until I think you've got it. And you're taking that as a criticism, but you're still not changing your behaviour. <laughs> so how do I effectively communicate what needs to change without that person feeling like they're getting criticised all the time because a lot of the times we just don't think you're getting it. What's the first thing you need to do when you need to deal with a problem? Run away from it? No. <laughs> Stick your head in the sand? Yeah. No. Pretend it doesn't exist? It's Yeah. It's recognised that it exists. Yeah. 
right? So, yeah. So it's just with an alcoholic or a drug addict or everything like that, you know that change is only going to come when that person recognises that there is a problem. Okay, so how do you get the partner to, either way, whatever is, I'm not taking sides, but <laughs> that isn't making the changes perhaps that they need to or you make an agreement and they don't follow through with it or they're not doing what they said they would do. All right, this is going to cause me a lot of trouble here right now. Okay. I'm going to give you a way to stop this happening. So have you heard of Pavlov's dogs? No. No? Warwick? Warwick's probably heard of Pavlov's dogs. Mm-hmm. So it's a conditioning aspect. So... In the 1920s, there was a scientist, you know, a behavioural scientist called Pavlov, and he got 10 Dobermans together. He put them in kennels, and every day he came in at 6 p.m., he rang a bell, and then he fed the dogs their food for the day. He did this every day for two weeks, say. Always rang the bell always gave them their food in the same situation. Now, at the end of that two weeks, he came in, he rang the bell, but he didn't give them any food. So what do you think the dogs did? Uh, I don't know, look for their food? They actually went into a whole physiological reaction because they heard the bell. So every time they hear that bell, they get food, don't they? Yep. So what's happened is that the bells have been rung and their whole digestive process actually starts. They start salivating. They know bell food. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So let's sort of associate that with... I hope you're not causing the wives in relationship to dogs or anything like that, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I wasn't doing that. That wasn't what was going to get me in trouble. Yeah, okay. yeah, just to co- yeah, I'm just trying to explain yeah, yeah. the conditioning process. So sure, yep. That's how you get things. So if you want to change something, you need to recondition it. So what's going to get me is in trouble is I don't know where this guy works, but I would go and get a water bottle or a hose, and every time she criticised him, I would spray her. (laughs) Right? Now... This is not going to be nice for her, and it's probably not going to be nice for him because when he gets home, he's not going to get his favourite meal or whatever he gets that keeps him going. (laughs) He'll be outside with Pavlov's dogs. Okay, but if he's really having that much trouble changing this, he needs to do something drastic to recondition the situation. So if she comes storming in and says, right, you've spent too much money on this area of the business, it's not what she's saying, it's how she's saying it. Mm. Right? So to make her realise, because she's in a conditioned process, he's gone and done something. You know, he could he could actually go and change something. He's Let's say he goes, all right, she keeps telling me that I spend too much money on what would be a situation Warwick in a trade Oh. New tools. New yeah. tools. Okay, yeah. I have this thing about having the best new tools all the time, whatever they are, whatever the latest thing is, and I sort of have a bit of a penchant for going out and buying these things. And she hates it. She can't stand it because she can't see the reasoning why he's getting the new tools. So it's not, you know, and she, he's spending too much money in the business that she doesn't want to see spent. But it's she's coming in and belittling him. In a way, it's the criticism that's killing the whole situation. It's the communication. So stopping that from his point of view would be the main thing, 
right? He's gone away to spend some time by himself. I don't know why Michaela's... I, I just can't... I, I really hope a listener records when they pour wife on their wife next time that... They criticise them and see. Water on their yeah, Michaela's <laughs> <laughs> so fired no, up. She but, that. but if it's getting that bad, get a spray bottle. It's just like reconditioning the cat not to piss <laughs> in the corner, isn't it? Yeah, but wouldn't I'm thinking? I get your point. Yeah. Okay, but I don't think spraying your partner with water or reconditioning in that way would be ideal. Okay, so. Choose another way to do it. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I'll probably get in trouble because <laughs> most of the tradies. Right. I just hope people don't think this is literal. <laughs> is what most, I'm worried yeah, about. yeah, no, and I was being literal. Most <laughs> of the tradies out there would probably have an industrial hose, so there might actually be injury involved. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the tradies business show in no way endorses the opinions of our guests. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> That's why I spray oil. It's probably going to cause this trouble. <laughs> but, so it's about saying, okay. Is it about we, – we need to get a bit practical here. Got to short circuit right. the behaviour. Yeah, yeah we're short circuiting the behaviour. So it's a matter of taking them out of the normal environment that they would normally uh, argue mm-hmm. or yep. talk about this stuff and actually say, this is how you're making me feel when you say these things. Yep. Right. And she says, he says, okay, well, this is how I feel – you know, that you're not getting the message, ac- I'm not getting the message across because right. you're still continuing this behaviour. So she's calmly explained her reasonings behind, or he has calmly explained the reasonings behind, yep. but the behaviour still Happening. happens. Yep. So where do we go from there? Right. We find a way to re- recondition both parties. Right. So if he's still going out and spot buying, if she's been very calm, darling... I don't want you to buy any more drills this week because we can't afford them or we don't need them. Mm-hmm. And he's gone, oh, okay. And then he finds himself at Bunnings Warehouse where prices are just the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes, oh, damn it, there's a Dewalt drill there on sale for, yep. you know. $500 off or whatever it is. And, and, and this drills twice as quick, so it's going to save me money. Yeah, That's what he's going to think yeah, in his head. Yeah. Oh, he yep. will justify that yep. thing. So if that sort of both parties are failing in that area, then it's up to her to get the water bottle, right? And that can include grabbing that drill and taking it back and getting a refund. So consequences for the consequences actions. Consequences for the actions. And it can include he won't get his favourite cake at the end of every week at home because he bought the bloody drill. Do you know what I mean? But where things are going wrong is that everyone's getting emotional about this when they don't need to. These are just stupid actions that he's taking, maybe, or not taking. Um, you know, it's the judgment that we want to stop. Yep. Because in essence, does it really matter? Hmm. Oh, that's got my go. <laughs> well, if we, yeah, it could matter because if we're running out of cash, the business could suffer, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, okay. But is it, if the business is suffering and the relationship is suffering, not changing those things, does it matter? Well, I think a lot of our listeners would say yes. <laughs> They would, because their belief is, is I want the business to prosper so I can make money, and I want my relationship to prosper so I can make money. So there's all these different choices in there that they can choose to take. 
They can either choose to ignore it and stay in the condition process. They can he can either say, right, that's it. I've had enough. You're out of the business. Go and find somewhere else to work. Do you know what I mean? Because he, he may not be able to stand. You know, if they can't afford to do that, then they have to find another way. They have to be smart enough. Like, does the criticism and the anger and everything like that, does it really matter on a particular level so much that it's ruining the relationship? Mm. And and listening to this exchange between you two, apart from being comical and I'm really enjoying the, uh, <laughs> the toing and froing between Jay and Michaela here, is it's about making those choices. You know, which is most important to me? Is it most important to me that I nag my husband or that I buy that DeWalt drill or is it more important to me that I have a you know a loving open relationship with my partner uh, not open in that way but open as in emotionally <clears throat> uh, and you know maybe a successful business as well but but it's being able to step back and make that choice and say my behavior is causing things to turn out in a different way nagging yeah. is not getting the results that I want anyway so why would I continue to nag okay so one dynamic look I've, I've got a really good this is there's no water involved here Michaela alright okay there's a communication book just between the two of them no one else in the business you're right she could write down I am having trouble with watching you spend money we don't have on things we don't need Yep. All right. I wouldn't actually say it like that if I was her. I would put it down in bare-assed facts. I am having trouble that you bought two new drills that we don't really need at this moment because we're struggling financially. Mm. Okay? Because the books are saying this. All right? And he sees that. Because there's no... There's no 70% visual, like, I'm really angry that you've gone and bought these drills. We've talked about this situation over and over and over again, and you're ignoring me. Something's got to change. So one way of trying to do that is have a communication book that is just writing. And they are just bear us business facts, because business facts are what get us the money at the end of the day, not emotionality or anything like that. Yep. Hmm. Right, So from a business point of view with two partners in that business, have a communication book that doesn't contain emotionality. It just contains facts. So if you've got a criticism, you can write down on the date, all right, well, it's Tuesday the 23rd of December. It's just before Christmas. I noticed that these things were bought. We're suffering, you know, the business is actually running a loss this month. How do you explain these purchases? That could be a very simple way, a very simple dynamic for a husband and wife to start communicating together so it doesn't damage the situation at home. Sure. So uh, then the wife will go, no, you've got to check the book. Did you check the book today? No, I didn't check the book. So then the nagging will be about... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so and I can wrong. tell you that's what would happen with... Because uh, they don't want to hear it, so they won't open the yep. book. Yep. And I can tell you, and, and, I'm, and I'm going to potentially get in trouble here because I'm about to actually diss on my brethren, is I see a lot of guys just making their life difficult and they deserve the nagging, to be honest, because they don't change. They don't implement the things that 
they've agreed need to be done. They don't, you know, make the decisions. They don't have the conversation with staff members. They don't get rid of their tools, whatever it is that they say, yeah, 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 and then don't follow through. Would you like to hear a physical difference between men and women's brains? (laughs) And I actually wrote a paper about this at university because we were asked to write the difference between men and women and given all these different areas. Usually it came down to psychology, you know, well, women like this, men like that, la, 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 la. But I actually went away and did some research. There is a thing in a man's brain and a woman's brain called the corpus callosum. Now, some researchers believe that it is bigger in a woman than it is in a man. Now, the corpus callosum deals with perception. So... Uh, we've had uh, Steve, the counsellor on the Throw Buddha Barbie show, and he was saying on there that women are usually better at business, at managing the business, at all those sorts of things. They're fantastic at doing those things, ten times better than men. Women generally are better at men of those things because they can handle children and a job and this and that and the other. They're looking at, you know... Let's say 50 different things in their day they're thinking about. And I'm wondering how many women that listen to this show that are in a tradies business go home and when they go to sleep, they look at their husband and go, you bastard, you just went straight to sleep. But I'm sitting there and my mind is ticking over and over and over about all the things I've got to do tomorrow with the kids and this and that and the other and the business and that. And then there's the tension between them of he keeps going out and buying drills that he shouldn't buy. Or not and implementing things in the or business. Not impl- or not yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm just using yep. it as an example. So whatever he doesn't implement. So if people can stand back for a minute and say, all right, I'm a bloke. Because my corpus callosum is smaller, I can only do one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, you know, it's usually good to stand there and accept that. And the wife has skills that I possibly don't have. There would be some scientists out there arguing with what I'm saying right now, but there are researchers say that this exists. So if you explain these roles to people in the business and say, right, this is your role and this is your role, because communication can be difficult and it's going to, you know, whether the business is doing well or not well will impact the family home, right? that they should have some way to communicate in the business that doesn't impact at home. Which, and that, and if anyone's sitting there and they're rolling over and over and over and over again and they listen to this, listen and just do it and do it every day. And have I done it? You know, you could have, a lot of people would have a list and I've heard your show, you have systems in place that you follow, don't you? Yep. Right? You you know, when I go and see the customer, I want all my tradesmen will follow this list. They will do this when they start a job. They will do this during the job. They will always look good, and they will do this when they finish the job. They will clean up. Is that a system that most companies have? Yep. Yep. Or so they should have. Yes. Or, in theory. Or they're, they're, they're in the process of implementing Or in the process <laughs> of So <laughs> systems are very valuable very in the business. So because you have an emotional situation, there should be a system to say... What happens between husband and wife when they own the business and what they're doing? If they're really clear that at the end of the day, we have filled out the communication book, we have done this process, you know, they can even have a question, you know, have you felt supported today? (laughs) 
Warwick just gave me the funniest look. <laughs> but, you know, why not make that part of the system? Yeah. Sometimes I think that husbands and wives just shouldn't be in business together, honestly. I, I see so yeah. much you? tension and suffering around this with so many business partnerships. Yeah. And, and the solutions are incredibly simple and yet appear to be so unachievable for so many husbands and wives in business. Well, then you would just get round to accepting the fact that you can never change it and just one of you go away. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Don't Maybe. be in business together. <laughs> Probably wasn't but the answer are, we were yeah. trying to get. But what I think it's coming back to is, at least as a starting point, is having a, a common non-emotional way to communicate your issues so you feel like you're being heard. I think that's a big issue. Yeah. So either partner doesn't feel like they're getting heard. So actually whether it's having a director's meeting each week where I think not having time's a load of crap because you just make that time every week that you've got to have this meeting in the business, whatever. And, go. and therein lies the problem, see, because you go, and it's easy for us to say that in the studio here. Everything's easy to say, harder to do, but I say the same thing to clients. This is crap. You just need to make this a non-negotiable and make the time. And guess what I hear back? The The husband didn't have time because he had 17 jobs come in and who's going to do it? If I don't do it, we don't have enough staff. Wife can't go out and build cabinets or fix cars or whatever. So, you know, he's feeling like... But that's a belief system as well, isn't it? uh, True. Mm. But the reality short term in that particular business is, you know, the wife's not a, a qualified carpenter. So... If there's a customer screaming for their job to be finished, the husband has to go and do it because he's the only one that can do it, for example. Right. When when do they actually just make the time to do that? I have to tell. I have to say no to somebody. Yeah, well, she just says no to him in the bedroom until he has his weekly director's meeting with her. That's how you solve that problem. You go and get that water bottle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I happening. think that might be a better solution. <laughs> but that comes back to, like... You know, you can communicate as much, but sometimes you just got to be accountable. And obviously, whether it's the wife or the husband are not being accountable um, or not following through with what they're saying. So that's a whole other yeah, episode. But, there, but is the, there is the comment that if they're not, if they're being emotional with each other in the business, then they're not doing the business correctly. Because it's just a business. Their relationship with their customers is a completely different thing. Mm, it's just a business. To make money, isn't it? Yep. I don't know. Does it go further than that? Like, to start a business, why are you starting a business? I, I think people, a lot of people do this without actually giving it enough thought. Mm. Right. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> and well, even saying who can do what and why they want to do it. Yeah. Even the basics. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it seems to be this natural thing that, the wife ends up doing the books and managing the money and doing all the admin and the husband's on the tools and trying to run the team and do all of that business development stuff as well. Yeah. And he never seems to be able to do enough to keep the wife happy. And, you know, he's frustrated because, oh, I can never do enough to keep the wife happy. But the blokes don't change enough. They don't change their behaviors. You know, I get lots of wives complaining to me because Bob's not doing what he said he was going to do that we all agreed in our session two weeks ago and he still hasn't bloody done it and it's six months later and we're not getting anywhere because Bob's not changing. Uh, but Beryl's, you know, nag, 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 nag and that's not getting the results either. So okay. I think so they need to have a bare-ass facts book. Yep. 
and and both parties. You know, it's easy for us to be seen to be taking sides, but honestly, both the husband and the wife in these situations, and if that's you listening to this, you just need to pull your head out of your backside and <laughs> accept that you're not happy with the results you're getting, so something has to freaking change, yeah. and it's hey. you. It's not the other person. Yeah, because can, imagine the scenario, though. Let's say the wife's not working in the business, and Bob's there doing all his carpentry, and he has an employed accountant, uh, like, you know, financial manager or office manager, and once a week that office manager reports on how the business going. You know, oh, I've noticed that we've spent actually more on equipment than we've actually bought in this week. Now, does Bob get angry at that person he's employed? Yep. Really? <laughs> Not as emotional as it was his yeah, wife telling And this is what you're dealing with, is you're dealing with the emotion. So just, yep. you know, at, at home, have the emotional stuff. Like, Bob, go and mow the lawn. <laughs> right? But at work... Yeah. Don't cross those barriers. Just yeah. realise that you're in it to make money and to support your family and to have whatever lifestyle that you want. Oh, I, I think uh, if I'm going to chuck my two bob in here, it's have a uh, co-worker relationship when you're at work. And I see too many um, husband and wife partnerships that, as you say, Jay, they they have the same domestic dynamic in the office, yep. in the business, and they do it in front of their staff. And, you know, that's that's really bad for a team dynamic Yeah, is to have these open husband-wife arguments within earshot of your team um, because it just really creates a culture in the business of everything's run on, on emotion and people bring all their emotions to work as well. Yeah. And, it just, and family businesses have this really bad because it's family. So it just, you know, it's at a whole nother level. But I think, you know, Michaela, you might have touched on it earlier about the roles, is getting clarity about the roles. You know, what's my role in this as an employee in this role and what's your role as the employed bookkeeper in the business? Yep. Is it to nag the managing director? No. Is it to shag the boss? <laughs> yeah, I get that, right? But if... The boss is still spending money or doing whatever, whether it's the male or female, and you've communicated this, you know, and you're saying, well, I have to change, and I've tried to softly communicate it, and I've tried the book, and the behaviour of the other person still isn't changing. It's yeah. boss's choice. Bookkeeper doesn't no, tell the boss. No, but hold on. If you no. bring, the, sorry, if you, if you, if you bring, if you bring a wife in, and as you say, they're co-owners, there's no such thing as a boss exists anymore. That's my point. So if one's doing, you know, you say that you need to look at yourself if the other person's not changing. Like, if I'm in all the ways communicating that I've got these issues, but the behaviour is still happening, how do you resolve that? Ask the question, do we have problem communicating with each other at work? Mm. And from there comes, hopefully... Some open. If you're not asking the right question, because I, I, I'm not being rude here, Michaela, but you keep coming back to that this is going to continue, and that this is going to continue, and that this is going to continue. But unless you stop, and you either get a water bottle, you either have a bare ass facts book, or that you have the sense to stand back at the end of every day 
and say, are we communicating properly in the business, then nothing's really going to change. Yeah. That, well, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it that comes back for our one. listeners actually taking that first step and trying to change the behaviour, the communication. Right. Then the you need person. the consultancy services of Warwick. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not having much luck with these two guys. Oh, right. uh, but uh, I'm going to book a session off-site, I think, perhaps in a soundproof room so we can all have a, an open, honest uh, shouting match. Right. But I guess it's having that open communication, taking the emotion out of it, whether that's yeah. through a book or having meetings or off-site yeah. or how you communicate or taking the marriage out of Whatever we've talked getting, about, getting today, out of that actually day-to-day. starting that process of yep. Yep. doing the communicating of the issues better. Yeah, yeah. In in the office where your staff can hear you, or in front of your staff, is not the place to uh, no to work those things out. Uh, and nor is it in front of the kids. So yeah, you know, it's about making that important. And the actual, you know, I will still go back to criticizing that partner is the wrong form of communication. Mm. Even if they're doing the wrong thing all the time. If you're communicating one way and they're still doing the same thing, do you actually think you're communicating properly? Mm. Well, you know, apparently it's the definition of insanity. (laughs) Doing the same thing over and over (laughs) and expecting a different outcome. And that goes for both sides of the fence. Uh so, um, well, I wasn't just taking the female's point of view. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm glad you did, but you, you know, you're, you're, I think yeah, you're yeah, quite yeah, right yeah. in what you were saying. But yeah, there's, there, you know, whatever it is in our lives doesn't change until we stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> Get water bottles. No, until you change your behaviour. Until you change. Yeah. Yep. Well, just realise that I have a problem. How can I change? What can I change? Do to change? Yeah. How can I communicate differently? If she criticises so much that it's made him actually walk out the door, then she needs to step back as well and say, oh, I agree. all yep. right, I'm doing the wrong thing. Maybe I'll just write it down in the book, hey, Barry, stop buying drills because we can't afford it. Yep. Or serve him rice and tomato sauce all week because yeah. you then you could get down to, to <laughs> Then you could get down to how people actually learn, you know, Barry might be able to learn not to buy drills in a particular way, which is withholding pleasure from him. In many ways. <laughs> <laughs> and if our listeners do want to try the water trick, please video oh, it and send yes. it. <laughs> and, we'll give sure. you, and we'll give the wives Jay's direct number. There'll be, there'll be full-on water fights happening yeah. in trade businesses everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so uh, I really do hope there was some good tips in there for you as a listener. Um, I think there was. Like, you know, you really do need to stop and change something because it's just it's merry-go-round stuff. Uh, and I really, I hate seeing people doing this to each other. Um, you know, there's so much opportunity for husbands and wives to work together, but look, if it's not working, you've got to change it. <laughs> so. Uh, Thanks for sticking with us if you're still listening at this stage of this particular episode. Hopefully you haven't closed your business and ended your marriage <laughs> this episode. Um, yeah, look, uh, thanks for coming in, Jay. Good hey, to chat, mate. Anytime. And, uh, <laughs> Are you sure? Well, you know, yeah. and, and Merry Christmas, everybody. And, yeah. and if you do have some uh, comment or feedback, uh, go hit us on the Facebook 
page, Tradies Business Show. Yep. Uh, leave your comments. Send us a private message if you'd like to share <laughs> something private. And if you're really struggling, give me a call and I'll bring the water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> a water bottle for hire. So, yep. uh, And uh, on that note, bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.